after a lackluster performance against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Vibes are not great in the state of hockey right now. We'll talk about Vinny Letary getting called up to replace Sammy Walker. Updates on Jared Spurgeon and Matt Boldy. Yeah, we don't have any. And uh, we'll take a look at what's coming up as well as what do we do about this lineup? All that and more on today's episode of Locked on Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, this is Brandon Duham, and this is Locked On Wild. Welcome into another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you, as always, for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcast platforms so you don't miss out on any of our new episodes throughout the week. Today's episode of Lockdown Wild is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKDOWNNHL to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, Alex Micheletti joins us as we break down a another rough one for the Minnesota Wild as they lose to Columbus. We'll talk about where things are at right now, and we're probably going to just dive into a uh, event session here uh, because vibes are not good right now. And uh, so let's just get right into it, Alex. A loss to Columbus in which the Wild really didn't show up until midway through the second period. They surrender 54 shots to the Columbus Blue Jackets after they had played the night before. And at the end of the game in overtime, you have an instance in which Kirill Kaprizov and Matt Zuccarello are right in front of the net, right in front of Elvis Mers Lincolns. Don't get a shot off. And Columbus comes back down the other way with a bunch of tired legs on the ice and they get the uh, the game winner. Um, I was pretty heated after the game. I'm still not. I'm still heated now because we're getting a repeat of what we saw last year where the defense is just abysmal. And as we'll talk about as this episode unfolds, there is nothing that you can do in terms of trying to bring players up, fill spots on this roster. What you see right now is what you get. And so that gets concerning because, yes, not having Jared Spurgeon in the lineup, is it it makes a difference. Not having Matt Boldy in the lineup makes a difference. But those two guys by themselves, when they come back, are not going to fix the collective team issues that are going on right now. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, you have uh, guys that you're normally relying on. Uh, they aren't playing great. Um, you know, we saw what uh, you know. Jake Milton's been on the ice for ten goals against. Uh, you know, it's just a tough, tough start for him. You know, you know, guys just not shooting the puck. Uh, Matt Zuccarello, um, you know, not shooting the puck there in overtime when when he has the opportunity. After you know, he scored a nice goal earlier in the game. You know. Shoot the puck, man. You you, you can't. I, I tweeted it out. Yeah, you, you have to be selfish uh, sometimes, and especially against a guy like Merz Lincolns, um, who was was shaky in the small amount of opportunities uh, that the Wild were getting on him. And so, 
yeah, just the, this team is having a difficult time handling adversity. And when they give up a rough goal, it just seems like the floodgates open, uh, which is very concerning. Yeah. And you had the, um, and, and I'll be honest, the offsides call against Marcus Johansson. I still don't think it was offsides. I see the point that Dean Evison was making by saying that since Johansson had possession of the puck in the defensive zone, how can he all of a sudden not have it as he's driving into Columbus's ends with that puck? So I get that, but you hit it right on the head is that you can't allow stuff like that to absolutely derail you for the rest of the game. Yes, the Wild should probably have had a 4-3 to three lead at that point, but guess what happened? Columbus went down and scored to take a 4-3 lead themselves, and you're playing from behind again. It happened in Toronto. It happened against the Los Angeles Kings. It happened against Columbus. You have to show the ability to handle adversity because guess what? It happens in the NHL. It happens all the time. It happens to other teams. You just you just have to roll with the punches and respond. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> no no one no other team in the league is going to feel sorry for the Wild. You know, uh everybody has guys out. Uh, you look at, at the next opponent for the Wild, Edmonton. Uh Connor McDavid is going to be out for multiple weeks. He's the best player in the league and they're in the similar situation as the Wild. Both teams are going to need a win. Um and so no one no one is feeling sorry at all. And uh you know, it just you know, like like I just said, it I mean they they just completely don't know what to do after a goal or a goal gets taken away, like it happened against Columbus, and um, then you, 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 you they go out of body. You know, they, you know, it, it seems like you know you have you have guys just making really clumsy mistakes or or staying on the ice way too long. Uh, you know, Krill and and <laughs> and Zuccarello were out there way too long, and then uh, no one was playing defense at the end there, and Roslovic. Uh, you know, he's a skilled player and he just, you know, he, he went right through, uh, right through the slot and was able to just get an easy one because, uh, you know, the seas were parted for him. Yeah. It was just, that was, that was really frustrating. And you want to talk about adversity, uh, Patrick line, not in the lineup for their the best Columbus. player. Yeah. You don't think that they would have wanted to have him on the ice and guess what they had. 54 different Russo said it was 91 shot attempts in a regulation game and a couple of minutes of overtime. That is absurd on a back end of a back-to-back where they had to fly into St. Paul. You know, it, it, it's crazy. You knew you never see that for a team that's on the back end of a back-to-back and the wild just let them do it. And I, I know Yes, we saw this last season, right at the beginning of the year. And oh my God, this defense, what is going on? And they t- they tightened it up. They, they, for the final like 70 games of the season, averaged giving up just over two goals per game. So it is within the realm of possibility that it does get corrected. And I know a lot of people are saying, you gotta, you gotta see how things go. Um, through the first 10 games before you really make judgments on, on how this team is going to look. But guess what? Here's the other thing. It is basically the exact same roster a year older. And we're seeing that play out in full view 
right in front of us. And you, you do have some different pieces on this team. You've got Brock Faber, who is a young defenseman who can bring some energy to your lineup. Marco Rossi has brought some energy to this lineup. But the fact that those guys are up near the top of the list in terms of players that are playing the best on this team right now is another indictment because you've got you've got guys that have a ton of talent on this team and it just it looks like they're going in slow motion yeah and like i said like i said earlier too the clumsy mistakes too it it shouldn't be happening for you know for some of these guys out there and this team as we we talked all summer uh you know it's the third pairing uh defense it's a nightmare when they are out there you feel like a goal is going to happen every time uh you know john merrill uh, the fact that he's seen ice time it's it's so frustrating because he's just not he's not playing like an nhl defenseman right now and then you have dakota mermis who you know let's let's be honest he's an ahl guy but he's having to play uh because of jared being out Um, and compared compared to his line pairing, he looks good. Right, right. Which is which is saying a lot. And you know, John's been in the league for a while. And I like full props to Dakota Mermis, who is a leadership type. Like he's obviously captain of the Iowa Wild for a reason. Right. And he is doing his best in what has been a uh, a, a difficult situation, obviously, to mm-hmm. just get continue to get kind of spun around out there on the ice was really happy that he uh, was able to score um, a goal against Columbus. But again, same situation is you should not have young players or AHL guys that you point out and say, that's the best player on the team right now on a team that has, and it's not, it's not like everybody on the roster is playing below Jewel Erickson continues to, to have a really strong Rock start. Star. We'll talk about it in a little bit when we uh, discuss the roster moves. Um, I, I got to give a lot of props to Pat Maroon right now yeah. for playing. He's playing very well for yeah. this team. But again, another point is that you should not be asking him to do what he's being asked to do for this team. He's doing fine at it because I think Maroon is a guy that knows what he is and he isn't at this point in his career. He knows what he can do and he can't do. And he's not trying to do things that he's not capable of, which is why he's fitting in at that point. But you should not be requiring a guy like that to step up and play on a second line. Props to him for doing it, but it just speaks to where things are at with this team right now from a lineup perspective too. Yeah, it's a hundred percent. You know, they, they tried to call up, uh, you know, Sammy Walker and it obviously didn't work. Um, and so then you have a fourth line guy playing top six minutes, which, um, I is not ideal for the whole season. You know, uh, you know, exactly what you said about Pat Maroon, but for this team, if they want to be where, if they want to be a playoff team, you know, Maroon can't be in the top six the entire season. It just, that's, it's not, it's not going to work, you know? And so, uh, you know, now they're just kind of patching it together uh, with, with guys from, from the AHL that are, that are tweeners or, you know, I don't know if they're just not comfortable, you know, being in an, 
uh, in an NHL level and they don't want Sammy Walker being on the fourth line. So it's it just, you know, it's tough. I, I don't know, you know, <laughs> what, what they're going to do. Uh, you know, you know, it's just, <laughs> and we just, the frustrating thing too, about the injuries too, is the, the lack of updates too. It, you know, don't yeah. know what the injuries are. Uh, you know, they're skating, but obviously, you know, there's no contact. Um, so whatever they're dealing with, you know, they're nervous about them, you know, even in practice, you know, look what just happened to Alex Goligoski. He got nailed, nailed by a puck and, you know, something with his foot. We, we Walking saw, boot. Yeah. Yeah. So, or ankles. I mean, that, you know, <laughs> that could be a long time before he uh, is able to, to come back. And so, you know, it just adds to more pressure on, on this decor. Uh, you know, you're playing a couple of young guys and, you know, it's led to a lot of shots against, which you, this team is, isn't used to. Uh, it's just, you know, it, it, it's frustrating when you can, uh, you know, you, you think you can only rely on you know, two two D pairs, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, Jonas Brodin might have to play 30, like 35 oh. minutes, you know, you know, no McDavid, but dry is he's, he's, he's a top five guy. So in their power play, even without McDavid is, is unbelievable. So yeah, it's going to be interesting Tuesday. Um, yeah. And I, I'm, <laughs> we're, we're going to break because I, as, as you can all tell, I'm still, I'm still stewing um, after uh, after what we have seen so far. And uh, wait till we talk about what is on the way this week. Um, hint, road games against the Eastern Conference. So uh, it's it's definitely it's definitely an opportunity to uh, to get back on track. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about Vinny Letary being called up and is it time to throw every line on this uh, on this team in a blender? We'll talk about that too as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wilds after this. Picture this, Kirill Kaprizov just netted a hat trick or inevitably someday the Minnesota Wild hoist the Stanley Cup. If you want to win 100 times your money, you should be playing daily fantasy hockey on the Sleeper app. The examples that I just mentioned are all possible scenarios. But to have a chance at winning big, you need to play daily fantasy hockey on Sleeper. As the official daily fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network, Sleeper is our top choice for daily fantasy sports, especially daily fantasy hockey. With Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. The best part about the Sleeper app is it's so quick. It takes 60 seconds to put in your lineup when you pick more or less for particular stats such as goals, assists, saves, plus and minus, and more. That's right, Wild fans, 100-time payouts on Sleeper. So start paying attention and get your picks right so you could win big. Use promo code LOCKDOWNNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's NHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Welcome back to today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, we thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. For the everydayers, we're going to see tomorrow what has changed on special teams so far, and I'll give you a hint. Not a lot. 
So uh, be on the listening, be listening for that. Um, as we move throughout the week, we've got a few guests lined up for uh, later in the week as well. We'll try to get it. We'll try to get it back amped up. I like being energetic and happy um, and covering wins. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll try to get things back up to our usual upbeat level. But I'm I'm still just I'm I'm frustrated, Alex, and it stems from seeing what has happened to this lineup due to injuries and the current state of um, where things are at. So Sammy Walker gets sent back down. We're going to get Vinny Letary, who will come up and join the team, will also be with the team on the road. Vinny Letary is a uh, speed guy for this lineup, but uh, as was mentioned by Bill Guerin and Dean Evison during the preseason, he's added a little bit of grit to his game. Um, Again, this you have a handful of players that you can call up. And so the team is just kind of cycling through them, um, seeing if Letary's speed is a match at some point in the lineup. But again, I, I, I don't want there to be the pressure put on these guys that get called up that they're going to come up and be the saviors because that's just not how it works. They're going to fill a spot on the lineup. Hopefully it's going to be a spot that allows their skill sets to complement the players that they're on a line with, but there are entire lines with this team right now that are just not in function. It was the second line and the fourth line against Columbus. The combination of Jewel Erickson, Pat Maroon and Marcus Johansson was by far the best line for either team. Um, out there on the ice. The fourth line, again, largely due to the combination of Brandon Duhame and Connor Dewar, had great moments themselves. I I don't know if I noticed a single thing that the third line did throughout any portion of the game, and so I think it's time to blow that line up. And, hey, guess what? We are five games into the season. Ryan Hartman recorded his second point. Um, or, wait, was that the one... Was that the assist that he had on the Matt Ciccarello goal that was waved off? Yeah. So he's still on one. Um, And honestly, I don't know if it's something that is even going to be discussed, but I think it's time to uh, to give 97 and 36 a little bit of a, uh, a timeout away from each other because uh, shoot the puck. Stop, stop passing it. Shoot the puck. Yeah, I mean... <sighs> I've I've asked for this for for a long time uh, to put 97 with Eck. Uh, I think it just needs to happen. You know they've done it in the past, but then they went away from, from it. You know it wasn't great when it you know uh, having all three you know Zuccarello and them together. But at least give at least give Kaprizov a reliable center that yeah. uh, um, can win faceoffs clearly. Uh, you know and. Uh, um, he's just playing at a whole nother level. Um, and so, you know, balance out the the lines a little bit more. Uh, you know, I think it'll take pressure off Zuccarello too. And so, uh, yeah, just, I, I don't, I don't see it working with, with Hartman centering those guys long-term, you know, just, it's not, it's not ideal situation at all. Yeah. And I was, um, I was curious because as I noted in, uh, 
the postcast after uh, Saturday night's game. I said that uh, Hartman was at least um, winning faceoffs at a um, a reasonably good clip, and now I uh, just want to confirm that that even is accurate. I know he had um, I know he's had a couple of games so far this season above fifty percent, but um, I mean the the Wild got absolutely caved at the yeah. faceoff circle against Columbus. It was it was. Extremely and that was one Patrick Line, who's you know yeah. <laughs> their top center. Okay. Um it's faceoff percentage is at 46 for the season, which like, like under 500 is is not great. So um you you gotta blend. Honestly, I I liked the fact that um that the maroon combination worked, but I even would blend. I even would blend that up. I mean, right. just put Dewar, Duhame, and Maroon for this team are just fourth line guys. That's that's just the role that is preferred for them to be. Hundred percent. So just put them there. I would say probably go Goudreau, Felino, and Hartman on the third line. And then, that's your ideal third line. That if yeah, if the Wild are going, that's you know that that should be the new grief line. Uh, you know that's that's where Hartman should be. You know he's not a first line player. That's and beyond that, I mean maybe you bump Maroon up because I don't know. Do you want Vinny Letary to be in a top six role um, when that's he's not up ideal here? Either yeah, no. See again, and this is another one of the the issues that this team is currently facing and we're going to talk about this to end the show is you have a bunch of guys that are probably best suited to be bottom six that are playing in every bit of the lineup and not only do you have all those guys on the roster right now you've committed to them long term you have committed to them long term with Assurances, basically, that they're not going anywhere for multiple seasons, three, four, sometimes more seasons into their 30s. Late 30s for some of them. It, <laughs> and guys that have been banged up in their careers recently and not just minor injuries, but significant injuries that they tried to play through in the Dallas series too. Alex, what happens to this team if two other players get non-long-term injured reserve injuries? What do you do? You can't. Yeah, you play short. Are you going to play 10-5? They're going to have to. They're going to have to play the minimum. And we because, know what this, and we know with this team, they struggle staying healthy, just the, with yes. with the way the guys play. You know? <laughs> yeah, we've already we've already seen that, and it's it's two players in Matt Boldy's case who don't have a particular history of injury, so you're even now having it happen to the players who are durable. What happens when it happens to the players that aren't? So right. let's talk about that to finish today's show before I end up just having a blood vessel pop. Um, 
We'll uh, finish today's episode of Locked on Wilds after this. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Once again, we thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. Make sure that you uh, stick with us for uh, pre- and post-game content here uh, throughout the course of the week uh, as the Wild will uh, take on the Edmonton Oilers. Then they fly out to the East Coast for a three-game road trip against Philadelphia, Washington, and the New Jersey Devils. Um, And uh, ironically enough, I wanted to talk about this. Um, So the New Jersey Devils I saw didn't start off particularly well against uh, in their first game of the season, I think it was. Um, Lindy Ruff had the entire team bag skate. And, I mean, and and look at Jack Hughes now. He's leading the league in points. <laughs> and we're we're five games we're five games into the season, and pregame skates are being canceled. You can't, you can't be doing that with the way the team is struggling. But we also they also have guys getting hurt in practice. So it's, yeah. Okay. How, how is that happening? So. I here's so I I see a lot of the frustrations with kind of where this team is at because let's let's rewind to two seasons ago. Franchise record in points, franchise record in wins, franchise record in goals. And so it just feels like every subsequent move to that team minus trading Kevin Fiala has been to lock up that team for as long as possible to try to replicate the success that that team had. And everybody's getting a year older, now two years older, and it just is not a team that is capable of playing at that same level because it wasn't a team that was focused on physicality, on grits. That team was focused on speed and skill. You had the grief line that was able to be a monkey wrench that was thrown at opponents to slow them down enough defensively to where you could score six goals and win six to four. Now you give up six goals, you score three because this team does not have that level of dynamic. You are now built for grit and physicality and guess what a lot of teams in the nhl aren't a lot of teams in the nhl are built with speed and skill that's where things are going and now we are just we're stuck a step behind 
because you went for the postseason sandpaper and you get the last two postseasons, you have been outplayed by speed and skill, outplayed by speed and skill, outplayed by skill on special teams. I I got to tell you, I just and it's it's one game out of an 82 season, but that Columbus loss threw me off the edge. Like I'm I am I'm frustrated right now and I'm starting to see I know a lot of times I try to be the optimist and say there's a lot of season left, there's time to turn it around, but people aren't wrong when they say this is the same thing we've seen the last two seasons. And at some point, you just are what you are. Yeah, we can look at that uh, the Kings game too. I mean, th- that that team, that Kings team, they are so much better than the Wild. Just with their whole setup, they, I mean, the depth at at center, their speed. I mean, they it just it's it's frustrating because that's a that's a team that uh, you know you're um, you know competing against probably for you know in a wild card. Um, uh, situation probably um and and then the columbus columbus is a non-playoff team probably this this season you know they they're in a rebuild um and so that 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 is so frustrating to give up 54 shots to a team that's on the back end to a back back to back uh Merz lincoln's he was scratched on friday he was he was supposed to he was supposed to play on friday but right before they said that, no, you're not going to play. And so they had Spencer Martin, who's their other goalie, who's not, who's not a great, great goaltender, but Calgary was on the back end to a back to back on, you know, you know, because they played the night before and they lost to Columbus because they were, they, they had no legs. And so uh, for, for the wild to just let Columbus after, you know, their game gets done, then they have to fly to St. Paul, get in late um, and, just to have more energy and for the wild to sleepwalk through the first period, like you said, and, and then show up in the second period and then have to have your sixth defenseman get the first goal to get things going. <laughs> it, uh, you know, just, it, it didn't seem like they, they were taking things seriously and Columbus, you know, saw that and, you know, took advantage and they dictated play again. That's that, that was the most frustrating thing is yeah. uh, LA dictated play um, and Columbus did as well. And they were the road teams. You shouldn't, the way that they were playing at home, it, it seemed like they were the road team and you have last change. You get to decide, you know, who is coming out, especially for faceoffs. And they were getting dominated by both teams in the faceoff dot. It, that, that was con- very concerning. You know what it reminds me of? I just came up with the perfect analogy, and I'm mad at how accurate this is going to be. And any fans who are fans of the Minnesota Vikings are going to like scream in their cars. This is the post-NFC Championship game Minnesota Vikings. This is exactly how that feels, because you have a coach in Mike Zimmer who puts a particular scheme together You draft a bunch of guys that are real talented defensively. You put them together. It works immediately. You hit the highest of highs because you are a team that because you're more of a possession team, you say, we got to be smart. We have to make sure we're not turning the ball over. Um, 
and you get you just get your faces caved in in the postseason to I mean we can go back as far as the the Vegas Golden Knights that kind of has started this uh this run down the hill the other way but Rick Spielman and Mike Zimmer tried to retain every bit of that defense every bit of that team and the problem is is that every season those guys get older and they're just not able to do the same things that they were but because you had that success with that group you continue to chase it ladies and gentlemen the minnesota wilds i think have reached the post nfc championship mike zimmer era which yeah. if you know how that played out not great and i hope i'm wrong here but tell me i'm wrong Tell me I'm wrong in the comments. Tell me you don't see the similarities to what happened with that team, what's currently happening with this one. Yeah, you're you're 100% spot on. And that's what's nervous, ner- you know, nerve-wracking, uh, you know, when when is the next the, the other shoe going to drop too? And, you know, we like like we talked about earlier in the episode too, the the injury history on some of these guys. They've significant injuries, Ryan Hartman, Marcus Foligno, guys that just signed new deals. You know, if, if they get injured, when they get injured, it doesn't seem to be short, you know, short Jonas injuries. Brodeen. Jonas what happens Brodeen. if Jonas Brodeen gets injured? Then, yeah, it. he's the most important person on that decor. And if he goes down, uh, he's even if Philip Gustafson gets hurt. Right. You, you don't want to ruin Jesper at all. You you want him to continue to develop in Iowa. You, you do not want to ruin. I don't want to. Th- I don't want to throw him into this. No, no, because it's not, ideal. not only not only are you defensively not able to stop pucks in front of the net, you offensively are handing it to him on a platter. And so, I I know people want to see what Volstead has. I do too. Absolutely not going to throw him in when this is as much of a mess as it is. Yeah, not with that not with that decor in front of him right now. No. Absolutely not. You have a chance to wreck a really good thing that you have by shattering his confidence because the players in front of him can't keep the puck out of their own end. Yeah, it's it's not ideal. And God bless uh, Mar- uh Mark Andre, uh but at this point in his career, he, you know, if if Gustafson gets hurt, Flurry can't carry the mail. No. You know, uh, we saw the difference. You know, you can do that against Montreal, uh, the way he played and the style he plays. But then you play a team like LA, and yeah, I mean, it, it can it can go. You know, it's a roller coaster right away. And, and um, you know, he lets in one bad goal, and then it can be a you know a flurry of you know no pun intended but of goals. Um, you know, just just crazy. <sighs> Well, I'll leave you with this because despite the early start, we're going to keep hammering away at this. We're going to keep every game. We're going to keep hammering away at this because I love what this is. And so it's frustrating right now. And I'm sure you can tell by just listening to listening to me try to get this off of my soul at how frustrating this start has been. Um, 
we're going to just continue to try to uh, to get through it here because I, I love this podcast. Um, I appreciate every single person that takes the time to listen to this. I know we're all frustrated, but um, we're going to continue to try to figure out what is going on and, and how to fix it. And a lot of times we may not have the answers that uh, that everybody's hoping for, but we're just going to continue to try. So I think that's where we're going to leave it today, because if I go any further, the vein right here is going to pop. Um, so we're, we're going to leave this one as is for today. But uh, again, if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe on uh, Locked on Wilds, on your favorite podcast platforms, on YouTube, on social media. Follow us everywhere uh, because, like I said, win or lose, you're going to get something every day from this show. And uh, it's going to be, we're going to try to keep it light most of the time. But every now and again, you just have to try to cut a vein. So um, winning cures all. Yeah, winning. If this team starts to win again, that will uh, that'll lead to some better days. But right now, it's it's frustrating, and I'm not going to hide from that. So that's uh, that's what we got for you for today. Uh, we'll uh, we'll be back at you with another episode tomorrow. You can find new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.